Another example of the capital's motivation using fear to motivate the people to obey them is to watch the live recordings of the Hunger Games, basically watching people you know kill each other. Because if you don't watch the live recordings of the Hunger Games, you'll be punished. And the... I I know I use the word motivation a lot. The government of Panem uses that fear of imprisonment, of total obliteration, like like what happened with District 13, to motivate the people to obey them so that they can never rise up and rebel. And Panem will always be the government, the main center of power in the world or in this part of the world. So one question that Regan had about the text was, why do future generations need to have the Hunger Games for what people before them did? I think what an answer to this question could be, it's so that the past isn't repeated. And if the past is repeated, maybe this time, maybe this time the people will succeed in overthrowing the government, and the government of Panem does not want that, obviously. So they use... They use the Hunger Games to make people obey them. One question that I had was, why is there so much inequality in Panem? The, uh, the text says that social status, uh, the district that you live in, the family you're born into, all relates to how much food you get, how many times your name is put into the reaping, uh, what, what, your, what your income is, what your job is. And the Hunger Games also, also comes into that because the whatever district wins the Hunger Games gets more food for the coming year, and so they have a better chance of surviving than all of the other districts. Again, this is Emma Schrag and Regan Rezig on Chapter 1 of the Hunger Games, signing off for today. Thanks for listening.